Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I got an eight 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 money pit. The money pit is presented by Bank of America and SunTouch Floor Warming Systems. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you with the projects you'd like to get done around your house. If you are working inside or out, if you are thinking ahead to the warm months that are just around the corner, I know I am. I've just kind of had it with winter here. And also, in my area, it can't decide if it's winter. We've been swinging from about 15 degrees to about, I don't know, 40 45 degrees. It just doesn't know what's happening. We had some flowers bloom. I think it was last week. <laughs> and then they died when it froze again. Uh, it died when it was like minus 11. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. So if you're ready, let's talk outdoor living. Let's talk lawn care. Let's talk painting. You know, whatever projects you'd like to get done this spring, let's talk about that. And we can all warm up together. A couple of ways to reach us. You can call us at one eight 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 money pit or you can post your questions to moneypit.com or any of the Money Pit's social media pages. Coming up today, are your feet feeling freezing tile floors in the morning? Are you tired of having icy toes no matter how many layers of socks you got on? Well, we're going to share a very easy and reliable solution that can restore feeling to those frozen feet. And also ahead, do you love decorating, but you feel like the thought of adding anything that can spruce up your space is going to blow your savings? Well, unless your savings is under $10, we guarantee that it won't. We're going to share a bunch of decor items that cost under $10 that are going to give your place a big design impact. And here's an idea we can all get behind. Better toilet seats. From comfier to cleaner, there are plenty of affordable upgrades out there for your home. We highlighted some of the latest innovations. And if you've got an older home, you probably have an older chimney and those can be unsafe we're going to walk you through the best options for improvement in today's smart spending tip but first we want to hear from you what are you working on now next week what are you planning for the weeks ahead whatever it is let us give you a hand and get you prepared we've got 20 plus years of experience each taking on home improvement remodeling and decor projects so tell us about your project we're going to help you save money and get it done right Marion, Massachusetts is on the line with an appliance that's acting up. What's going on, Mary? The bottom fills up with water, and I mean probably an inch or two. Mm-hmm. But, like, say we run the dishwasher at night. Like, I get up this morning at 7. There wasn't anything on the bottom of the dishwasher. And about an hour later, it was filled. And it's been doing that, and we don't understand what's going on. We've had the hoses checked, you know, make sure they're not bent or anything or... 
but we can't figure it out. Okay, so have you cleaned out the bottom of the dishwasher? Sometimes the drain gets clogged. That's the easy fix right there. Oh, yeah, we've done that. (laughs) So you have no food particles there? No. So there must be an obstruction somewhere that's causing it. There's an obstruction somewhere in the line that's causing the water of the plumbing in that part of the house to back up, and it's just evidencing itself in the dishwasher. Have you checked the connection to your garbage disposal? Well, I don't have a garbage disposal. You don't. So it drains where? Does it drain into the trap under the sink, or where does it drain? Right, into the trap under the sink. Yeah, I think you're backing some water up there. It's going back up the hose and into the dishwasher. All right, then I'm going to have somebody come over. We did have someone come over. I don't think he's, um, he, he honestly couldn't figure it out. He, you know, checked the hoses and make sure they weren't bent or anything. And he stayed for a while, and... Um, yeah, and it happened again. The, the water started coming in after he ran it. So if, if you're running it and it's not draining, then there's a different set of causes for that. It's either a drain pump or the drain impeller or there's a solenoid kit that has to do with removing the water. But if you're telling me this water is showing up when you're not running the dishwasher, then I think it must be backing up through the plumbing system. Okay, Mary? So I think that's a good approach. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Ian in North Carolina is on the line and wants to build a recording studio. We might be able to help with that. <laughs> well, I am. Uh, it's kind of a bucket list project. Um, I uh, was given my grandmother's old house, and um, they built on an extension of the house, and I'm trying to convert it into just that, a, a semi-professional recording studio. And um, I've done a little research on this acoustic foam stuff, but it's ridiculously expensive. And I'm trying to figure out a, a, a different method to basically achieve the same effect. First of all, if you want to soundproof a a room in a residential home, you have to use materials that are specifically designed to do that. Probably the least expensive way to do it is with a material called soundproof drywall or sound-resistant drywall. There's a couple of different brands that sell this product, but essentially what you would do is you would put a second layer of drywall over the existing layer. And this new drywall has like sound-resistant capabilities to it or qualities to it, so it absorbs uh, the sound and, and keeps it nice and quiet. Where the rubber meets the road with this is at the penetrations to the wall. So if there's a light, an outlet, or a switch, there are some very specific steps you have to take in those areas to soundproof them. And there's like a, like a putty that has to be installed around it. it you know, it's, it's quite involved. But that's the least expensive way to probably to do this. You know, generally when you have sound-resistant construction, you have kind of a wall inside of a wall so that the two walls are not touching each other. Like floating. Yeah, kind of like floating, like a non-bearing wall. Right, right, okay. But, you know, you could do that to the walls and the ceilings, but then what do you do about the floor? Right, okay. So, you know, take a look at, at soundproof drywall and and see if that kind of gets you closer to where you want to go on this, Okay. That sounds great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. 
That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T, MONEYPIT. Lulu in Delaware, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? So I noticed this fall that my bricks in the front steps where we're starting to break down, and I was paying attention finally on the rainy day, and I said, okay, there must be water coming from the gutters. So, and I thought maybe, I've been in my house for three years, so I thought maybe the gutters need to be reattached. I had someone come out because I some, saw, saw some screws coming out, and so they reattached them with some new screws. And then, of course, more rain came, still rain coming down. My bricks on my front steps are decaying very rapidly. So I thought, okay, let me do more research, and I found out about the drip edge. So I was like, all right, is there a drip edge or not drip edge on this house? Because it's built in the 1950s, 48. And so I crawled up to the, <laughs> onto the roof, because I'm scared of heights, and wow. I went there, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, there is a drip edge, but it was flat, so I, I decided to get one of those T drip edges, like those, um, the etchy is like, comes out more drip edge, and so I in- installed those underneath the edge. So are we talking about putting in an additional piece of flashing underneath the shingles to kind of extend the reach into the gutters? Yes, I'm thinking that may be the problem. Still rain again, still rain water coming down onto, like, in the front of my steps. 
edge also will. Okay, so first of all, what what's this roof look like? Is it got a pretty steep pitch to it? Like more than forty five degrees, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a, a roof with a really steep pitch, you end up getting sort of a lot of inertia of that water sort of rolling down the roof, and it'll tend to kind of jump across the gutters sometimes. Um, are the gutters clogged and then leaking, or is is the water is the water that does get in the gar- gutter actually draining out? It's not. It's not clogged. No, we cleaned it. It's not clogged. So it's not, they're not overflowing and leaking. They're just, it's the water's just sort of missing the gutter. Because I'll look up and see that it's coming through underneath the gutter. And then I'm like, I'm trying to understand how that's possible. The way that's possible is if the gutter does get clogged, it can back up and then sort of spill over the back edge of the gutter. That's how that often happens. Now, if it's not clogged, the water's not getting there in the first place. And I think your approach is right. But you need to make sure that the um, additional extension of the roof shingles into the gutters is, is is done adequately enough. So if the shingles are installed right, they should overlay the edge of the gutter by at least two inches. I didn't put um, shingles in. I just put like a, that plastic, more like a, a drip edge, like another like drip edge. Okay. Did the shingles overlay the gutter edge by a couple of inches, or are they short of the gutter? They're short. They're short. It's an old roof. Yeah. So that's obviously the problem then. Now, this drip edge that you put in, you said it was plastic? Um, or metal. I don't know. I got it at Home Depot. What I would do in a situation like this is I would take four-inch aluminum flashing, okay? comes in a roll, very inexpensive. It's easier to work with if you cut it into uh, maybe four-foot-long strips. And I would work it underneath the shingles. It has to go under the shingles and then on top of the back edge of the gutter so that it truly does serve as a bridge. You need to extend the reach of that shingle into the gutter because it sounds like the gutters are a little bit short of the edge of the shingles and they're never going to work well in that case. We've got to get the water running over the shingles, then onto the flashing and then into the gutters. You have to kind of create sort of an extension. If you do that, it should work well. Okay. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, one of the most uncomfortable spaces in any home usually starts with a very cold floor. And if you're tired of feet feeling freezy cold on those cold tile floors in the morning, or if you're even tired of just having icy toes no matter how many layers of socks you've got on, floor warming systems from SunTouch Floors are a great solution. Yeah, this is electric radiant heat. It comes in a matte format, and it's designed for small spaces and big spaces. Now, SunTouch has a couple of different products. Tape Matte, which is designed for the smaller spaces. Easy peel-and-stick tape. Installs are really quick. You can comes in a wide variety of widths and lengths, and you get everything you need for a successful installation all in one kit. And then there's warm wire with heat matrix. Now, uh, the warm wire project is designed for larger spaces. It's especially good for big rooms where you need to protect your tile and stone from cracking. It provides a waterproof layer for damp or wet spaces, and it's snapped together so you roll it out, you press it in place, and you're totally good to go. I also like these systems can be installed just under your flooring, or for existing flooring, they can also be installed at the underside from below, such as if you have a basement or crawl space. You can attach this flooring to the underside of the subfloor, and the heat will radiate up, leaving your floor nice and comfortable. Mm -hmm. 
and you know what? This really is a safe and reliable technology that you can trust. You're going to get warm floors for just pennies a day because I think a lot of people just generally think that floor warming systems are extremely expensive, but this is a very affordable luxury that you can enjoy. It's going to go on fast and easy no matter who's doing the install, and it's made for all levels of experience, whether you're installing it yourself or you're using a pro. You know, SunTouch really is the premier provider of floor warming systems for DIYers and for pros. They've been doing this for 30 years, and they really do a good job. I really like these products. Now, if you'd like to step onto warm, comfortable floors all year round, SunTouch is available in-store at Home Depot and Tile Floor Distributors and online at Home Depot, Lowe's, Warm Your Floors, Amazon, Flooring Supply Shop. Go to their website, suntouch.com, and check it out for yourself. Pete in Wisconsin on the line with a garage door problem. What's going on in your money pit? Well, I'm a mostly a do-it-yourselfer, but I do call the professionals and have them come in when needed. Um, I installed a steel a steel insulated garage door about um, three years ago, maybe four now, and uh, worked just fine until just recently. It 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 sounds like it's binding when I when I. When, it, when it's you know, going in the up position, um, and uh, I've I ran it like fifty times trying to trying to find where it's binding. I'm not seeing any place where it's rubbing on the track or uh, any or anything else, but it sure is making a noise like it is. And as I watch it, it appears as if one side may be going up slightly higher than the others any ideas guys pete can you disconnect the garage door opener from the door itself i can and i have okay and once the garage door opener is disconnected can you open and close the garage door smoothly and evenly with no binding whatsoever there's less binding um but there's still some you you can tell there's still um a load on on one side it kind of feels like so it sounds to me like Maybe the roller bearings are shot on some part of the door because there's those roller bearings that fit inside the track and, you know, they help move the door up and down. And if something is stuck, if one of those bearings is not turning, it's going to jam on that one side and, and it'll sort of fight itself and it'll, it'll try to come up crooked. And that might be what's what's causing this. I would disconnect the garage door opener from the from the scenario and work on getting the door to operate nice and smoothly. Okay. If it's binding, if you feel like it's binding or uneven without the garage door opener attached to it, uh, then you know that's the heart of the problem right there. Okay. Would do you think that would solve the appearance that that one side is being raised? I, I imagine it would. Um. You mean raised like more than the other side? Like one side comes up first? Yeah. Yeah, because if if the the side that's staying down is binding. Um, then there's a drag on that, so it's going to try to pull the door up crookedly. Wonderful. Well, I think you may have fixed my, my problem. I'm going to go check those those rollers and make certain that those are all good, and if I need to replace any of those, those are relatively inexpensive. So the money pit isn't so bad tonight. <laughs> all right, Pete. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Paul in Texas is on the line with a water question. What can we do for you? I have a long run from the main hot water heater to the to the, both bathrooms, the master and the guest, and I was wondering if I could take a smaller hot water heater, uh, like a six or seven gallon, and put it near the bathrooms, uh, a little electric one, and uh, and run it in series with the main hot water heater, so that initially, and the, that I have hot water immediately, and by the time that 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 hot water heater gets empty, the the main hot water heater will be supplying it. And I was curious if there are any issues with that or if there's a better idea or a better way of doing it. Well, Paul, as you've correctly identified, the issue here is really the distance between the water heater and the plumbing fixture. The longer that water has to travel, the longer you have to wait for the water to get hot. Now, you asked if adding a water heater closer would help. Yeah, it would, but you'd have to split uh, that water off into basically two completely separate zones. There's a better option now, and it's called a water recirculating system. Uh, there's one that just came out that's available at the Home Depot called Watts Hot Water Recirculating System. It's only a couple hundred bucks. And the way it works is it's a recirculating uh, pump that's put on top of the water heater that will actually cycle the water be- between the water heater itself and the fixture that's farthest away from it. There is a uh, bypass valve that goes in at the fixture that's farthest away, and that's a very easy thing to install. It's a s- sort of sensor valve at the sink, generally, as far as away from the water as you can get. And then what will happen is it will always have hot water recirculating through those lines uh, at the ready. Now, the key to saving money with this is it's on a timer, so you only run this when you need it. So when would that be? Well, typically, it's, say, first thing in the morning, you know, an hour or so before you wake up. You, you have the timer, turn the recirculator on, and maybe a few hours at night. But that really can save you quite a bit of water. And don't you have to run return plumbing from the fixture back to the hot water heater? Uh, no, actually, you, you don't. Um, the pump is hooked up to the water heater, and the sensor valve gets installed to the sink that's farthest away from that water heater. It installs the whole thing installs, believe it or not, in less than an hour, and everything is included in the kit. So it's it's really the way to go if you're trying to solve this problem the easy way. Huh? Okay. Well, I'll check that out then. All right, we'll take a look at that. It's called the Watts Hot Water Recirculating System. It works really, really well. Speaking of home improvement projects, I took on a tile project this weekend, Leslie. You did. Is it a big one? Well, to me it was because I don't do tile every day. <laughs> but You know, I feel like any size tile project can tend to be big because a lot of the stuff is, you know, it's a lot of work sometimes. It could be a bit of elbow grease. It could be back breaking. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Now, my project was basically uh, regrouting a shower stall, and I had to do a lot of that by hand. Now, I have an oscillating tool, and I bought a blade for it that was supposed to be a good down to a sixteenth of an inch, but I felt like it was still too wide for bathroom tile. I felt like when I was using it to take out the grout, the grout came out quick, but I feel like I was sort of eating away at the edge of the tile. So I ended up doing it all by hand, which is laborious. And then I mixed up grout and regrouting. And it's just as hard because you got to like, you know, I'm not a good grouter. <laughs> I'm kind of a sloppy grouter. I mean, a pro would probably use a quarter of the grout that I did to get this done. But you got to you got to trowel it on, um, and then you use a squeegee to sort of rub it in or press it into place. And you got to go over each grout joint multiple times. Anyway, I'm exhausted, but the bath looks fantastic <laughs> as a result. But I mean, you know, that's a lot of work to get all of that grout out. It really is a tremendous amount of work. But once it's done, that space can look so like 
beautifully bright and brand spanking new. Now we've got Charlotte on the line with a leaky window question. What's going on at your money pit? We have a problem with our double pane windows. I go around every morning in the winter and dry out the windows, and we've got mold showing up in there. I've tried the ceiling fans running. I've also tried uh, those deflectors, and we took the deflectors away because the manufacturer or the people we bought it from said that was not a good idea. And we're still going around wiping the windows out, and I've got mold. I've I've tried cleaning them with a little bit of different things, peroxide, bleach water. You got any suggestions on what can keep this down? Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. And you know what? The reason that's happening is because the windows are not insulated very well, even though they may be thermal pane windows. What's happening is you have warm, moist air on the inside of your house, striking cold glass and then condensing on the glass surface and then dripping down. So the long-term solution here is to get new windows. Now, a shorter-term solution might be to examine all the ways that moisture is building up inside your house, and it can build up in a surprising number of ways. First of all, cooking, right? If you have an exhaust fan that is, re- that is, is recirculating that moisture back into the house, that builds up moisture. If you have bath exhaust fans in your bathrooms, if those are not run during, and say, 15 minutes after showers, all that moisture gets into your house. If the grating around the outside of your house is flat or sunken in, that lets more more moisture under the house, which will eventually wick up. And finally, if you don't have good attic ventilation, you get what's called vapor pressure that can build up inside the house. So if you try to, to reduce the amount of moisture that's on inside the house, that will control some of that. But unfortunately, the long-term solution here is to replace the windows. They absolutely should not be condensing. And if they were properly insulated, that would not be happening. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, if you've got an older home, you probably have an older chimney. And older chimneys often don't have liners, and that can mean they're unsafe. We're going to share how you can make sure that yours is safe in today's Smart Spending Tip, presented by the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. Now, first up, a liner is exactly that. It lines the inside of a masonry fireplace or chimney, and it's very important for containing the byproducts of combustion, so any creosote that forms and so on. It's really important as well to contain the heat of the fire. Now, a liner can be made of clay or metal, or they can be cast in place, and there are advantages to each type. Now, a clay liner, they're inexpensive, and they work well for open fireplace chimneys that are properly maintained. Metal liners, they're most often used for retrofitting into an older, unlined fireplace, and this can help to make an older, unlined chimney safer for wood burning. These liners are also super useful. Now, cast-in-place chimney liners... They're lightweight, they're castable, they're cement-like products that are installed inside the chimney, forming a smooth, seamless, insulated passageway for all of those flue gases. Whichever way works best for your home, you really have to make sure that you have one. Yeah, you know, one of the advantages of the cast-in-place type is that they actually can improve the structural integrity of an old chimney. Sometimes those chimneys get a little wobbly, and the cast-in-place liner It's kind of like an interior reinforcement for the entire structure. So, Tom, how do you know when it's time to add or if you need to replace your existing lining? 
Well, I think an, an inspection by an HVAC contractor or a chimney contractor can tell you. I would just have to warn you uh, to be wary, especially with respect to chimney contractors. They very often uh, make a really big deal about stuff that, that may be totally fine. So if any chimney contractor recommends a very expensive repair, make sure you get a second opinion. But it does take a pro to look at your chimney to determine if it has a liner and what the condition of that liner is. And that's really what you want to know. All right. Thanks, Tom. And that's today's Smart Spending Tip presented by the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Lori in Pennsylvania needs some help picking out a counter material. What are you working on? Um, it's not for me, actually. It's my daughter and my son-in-law have bought a house, and they're moving in in January. They want to remodel their kitchen, and they don't know what kind of counter to get. Can you recommend anything? And I did hear you guys say last week, there was an alternative to quartz. There there are. Now, countertops, of course, run the gamut of budgets. So, And it also depends on the quantity of countertop. I mean, to me, when you think about like the best of the best when it comes to a countertop, is I love granite. I also love marble. However, marble requires a lot more maintenance, a lot more sealing. It's a much softer material than the granite. However, if you've got a lot of counter surface, granites and marbles can get very pricey because they're priced by the linear foot. Sometimes they're several hundred dollars per foot. The edges then cost extra money. So you got to kind of figure it out that way. I think the top of the line, though, is going to be a granite. Then you can have those quartz products. You know, there's um, Silestone, Zodiac, and those are made from quartz. They're a hard surface. It's a solid surface. Um, and they can look from anything from a solid color to that same sort of speckled finish to a grainy appearance. And they're going to be extra, extra durable as well. But they're going to be very similarly priced to a granite as well. Laminate is going to be, you know, sort of on the lower end price wise. But laminates today come in so many different looks, if you will, that you can get something that looks like a granite. You can get a solid, you know, a solid color. You can get a speckled finish. You can get a vein with a graining. I mean, there's so much there, but that's going to be a different application. And then, of course, there's always tile. And tile's an easy do-it-yourself project as well, depending on the type of tile you pick. But there's maintenance there as well because of the grout lines. So you kind of have to think of what's your initial upfront costs? How much countertop do you need? What would your costs or desire for maintenance be? Do you want a lot? Do you want a little? And then I think that's sort of the area where you can start to go forward. I mean, people are also using concrete, which is affordable. Some people do it themselves. Some people don't. It's a gorgeous finish, but it's a more modern industrial look. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, your furniture is designed to be comfortable. Your desk chair is comfortable. But what about that other place you spend a good amount of time sitting? Yeah, we're talking about your home's throne, your toilet seat. They can be cold. They can be uninviting. But that is going to change because there's a whole bunch of upgrades out there that are hitting the market, and each one is picking up steam. They're available for less than a couple hundred bucks, and they're definitely a lot more comfortable to use. Yeah, and you know what? There's a lot of other options out there that really improve the functionality of the toilet as well. So, like, do you hate it when that toilet seat slams closed? I mean, I know I jump out of my skin every single time it happens. I don't know why I find it so surprising, especially with two, you know, young men, small boys, whatever you want to call them in the house. That happens a lot when they remember to actually close the toilet seat. Well, you can stop the insanity with some quiet closed toilet seats. All it takes is a gentle touch and that lid will drop down slowly and softly. No loud bang. 
less touching, means fewer germs. You got to love it. And since toilets can be cold, you will get no more shivering when you sit down with a toilet seat that actually warms up. There's a number of models out there that do that, uh, and it makes it a heck of a lot more comfortable. It's one of those things that you don't really appreciate till you have, and then you just don't want to go without. So look for those at retailers nationwide. They're in all the major supply houses and all of the big box stores, either online or in-store. Jeffrey in Wisconsin, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Well, I've got cement board siding, and occasionally a crack appears. And I'm wondering, I've tried uh, a couple different caulks. The last one was quad, and it just kind of swells and shrinks with the weather, and it shows after you paint it. Is there anything out there you can help me with to repair cracks and cement board siding? What you want to use is a silicone caulk because it's the most permanent one. It's got good adhesion and expands and contracts. But you're correct that it is very difficult to paint. So what I would tell you to do is to use a colored caulk to choose the caulk in the color of the siding. And this way you don't have to worry about painting it. And you can still have the uh, qualities of expansion and contraction and adhesion so it'll stay stay put once you apply it. I mean, cement board siding does not need to be painted nearly as often as wood siding. So if you get the right color and you get it applied properly, you know, this is something that can be with you for 10 years. Okay. The product is available in many different colors. I see it on the Home Depot website in gray and tan and white, of course. And there's also something called paintable silicone. It's a white silicone caulk but it's paintable. It's made by GE. It's called GE Silicon 2. So you have a lot of options to choose from. Yes, I'll check that out because what I've had so far hasn't really done what I've been able to be satisfied with. Well, remember the secret to a, you know, a successful caulking project is to make sure the surface is clean and dry when you apply it and make sure you give it plenty of time to set up. But, you know, I tell you, if it's done right, it's pretty indestructible stuff. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 888- Money Pit. Now we're heading out to Washington State where Dan is looking to turn his garage into a bed and breakfast. Dan, what is going on? Well, just figured, you know, there's so many websites where you can do like Airbnb and I figured, you know, why not just uh, put in a couple of bucks and then uh, put in there a kitchen and a, there's already a bathroom in between the, the house and the garage, just kind of make a new door. So we got it all figured out. I just want to know, uh, you know, am I going to run into any city problems or ordinances? I mean, uh, very, very likely, yes. <laughs> if your if your city has the most basic building codes and ordinances, I would say definitely yes. Uh, you do not want to tackle this project uh, without uh, checking in with the appropriate authorities, um, because there's a, a, a lot of uh, ways that you could get yourself in trouble here. And I'd hate to see uh, the building inspector come in after you dumped a bunch of money in this and tell you you got to rip it all out. So I admire your energy here and want to tackle this project, but you can't just build a bed and breakfast or convert your house into it uh, without making sure it's consistent with the local zoning laws, Dan. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, do you love decorating but feel like the thought of adding anything that can spruce up your space is also going to blow your savings? Well, unless your savings is under 10 bucks, we guarantee it won't because Leslie has a bunch of decor items that cost under $10 and can really deliver a big impact to your space. She tells us how in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, I think a lot of people think that when it comes to design, if you want to have a big impact, it's got to be expensive, but it really doesn't. I mean, there are a lot of fun things that you can add to your home that won't cost a lot of money but can elevate your space. 
And here's a few of my favorites that cost less than 10 bucks. Now, I say they cost less than 10 bucks. You, of course, can spend way more than 10 on these items. But if you shop creatively and are willing to do some stuff yourself, you can definitely spend less than $10. Now, first of all, I love a home filled with greenery. So if you've got plants or if you want to, you know, sort of have a green thumb, you can head to your local nursery and buy some inexpensive plants that'll do great in the house. Or if you've got a friend who has a green thumb, you can ask for a clipping of one of their plants and then you can sort of propagate it at home. It's not as challenging as you would think and you can do a beautiful array of glass jars, cups, little carafes, things you might even have already around the house or stuff that you can pick up at the dollar store to start these leaves and on a shelf as these leaves start to grow and really become more interesting and the plants of their own you are definitely creating a beautiful greenhouse focal point. Another thing I like is linens. Now, a table linen, whether it's a runner or if you like to sort of keep your dining room table set with fancy napkins, those can be very expensive. But if you go to, say, a fabric store and you look for a fabric that almost has like a a linen texture to it, you know, not quite as wide of of a weave as a burlap, but something even tighter, you can cut it into the shape of your runner and then take uh, like a knitting needle or a sewing needle, anything that you might have at home, and you can start to sort of fray the edges where you'll pull away a thread and create a little bit of a fray. And you can do that on the length sides of the runner on the table. And suddenly you have this elevated piece of fabric that dresses up your table quite beautifully. And if you add in some fresh flowers, now you can go to the flower market and spend a ton of money, but you can also go to the supermarket or your local corner store. If you're in the city of Bodega, any type of place that has a beautiful flower selection outside, pick them up. Mix them up, arrange them yourself, and for less than 10 bucks, you definitely have a beautiful arrangement. Doorknobs, pulls, all of those decorative hardware around the house, they can be pricey, but hit up a yard sale. Look online at sort of a resale site, and you'll find some great knobs and pulls for around the kitchen or any other part of the house that will definitely change the look of a furniture piece or a cabinet. Lots of different things that you can do. And even pillowcases. If you want to add in some throw pillows, but you know, you don't really have the budget for buying the new sleeves and the new pillow inserts, you can definitely make a new pillowcase for a pillow that you already have. You can get a piece of fabric and cut it to the same shape as the front and then use iron-on fusing to sort of attach it to the front if you're not, you know, that great with a sewing machine. But if you've got a sewing machine, a little bit of fabric, you can change every pillow in the house. So there's definitely a lot that you can tackle for not a lot of dough. Coming up next time on the program, if you've ever stepped into a shower hoping for a good awakening only to find a less than inspiring trickle, you know how frustrating poor water pressure can be, but the power of a good shower may not be out of your reach. We're going to share how to restore the flow on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.
big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Stay big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save 